0: Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. Hey there, thanks for joining me. I'm Jenny Cressman, and this is a little chat show called Everything Bagels. The show isn't about bagels, of course. It's about anything and everything. It's just me having conversations with interesting people who are doing interesting things. One day, maybe I will interview someone who makes bagels. Who knows? Maybe I'll interview Jesse Cook about the show's theme music, Bogota by Bus. Maybe this time I'll win the lottery and be able to, uh, well, maybe I'll just get started with the show now. Hello, and today I'm in the studio with another person with very strong links to Algonquin Park. Most recently, I had Camille Lapointe in, who does guiding services in the park. Today, I have somebody with a different focus, shall we say, a photographer by the name of Colin Bruce. Welcome, Colin. Hi, Jenny.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: I'm glad to have you on and talk about what you're doing with your photography work. How did you get into photography in the first place? What's your background?
1: Um, happenstance, really. <laughs> I spent a lot of time in Algonquin Park and in the surrounding areas and, uh, doing some guide work similar to Camille, who I'm very familiar with. And, uh, I realized with the amount of things that I was seeing that, you know, I could make those sightings a bit more useful in, in way of photography.
0: Uh-huh. And so was photography something that you were already interested in?
1: Uh, No. It was no, not at all. <laughs> by a camera. And, I mean, I can't paint and I can't draw. Okay. So I, I don't think I have a flair for the dramatics. So photography seemed like a good uh, a vessel to share what I was seeing a bit further.
0: OK, and so how many years have you been identifying as a photographer?
1: Yes, uh, I would say a soft, soft launch is six years, but I've been more interested in it and taking it a bit more seriously for the past about four
0: Okay. And so taking it more seriously, getting better equipment and more variety of things that you're using?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think the upgrade in equipment... Is a, is a small step, but I think learning to use it to its full potential. Uh, so a lot of reading, a lot of trial and error, a lot of, uh, you know, reaching out to, to those whose style you enjoy uh-huh. and conversing with them. Uh, a, another past guest, uh, Rob Stimson, uh, you know, conversations and questions of people who are willing to help you and just trying to put the pieces together to, to produce a, a body of work, you know, you're both enjoy and proud of.
0: Okay. Uh, who else besides Rob, would you say you idealize or uh, enjoy their work?
1: Uh, there's a lot of people just because of the wide potential and the different ways people shoot. You you see uh gentleman like Mark Raycroft, who, who specializes in uh, charismatic megafauna, as he would say. <laughs> uh, but he's a big, big, big moose guy, big white-tailed deer guy, also from Ontario. So I like to... Uh, Not emulate, but I like to take notes from people who are at least local to the geographic region. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you see fantastic photography or art or whatever from around the world and, you know, taking notes on, you know, marine biologists not going to do me much good in our our geographic region.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, in our geographic region, you would say you are located in
1: i would say algonquin highlands algonquin I'm, highlands i'm work-wise uh, home-wise i'm situated right between kind of muskoka halliburton and uh, algonquin park so i mm-hmm. i have a foot in each of them uh, where they kind of converge so i would say algonquin highlands is is home base for me
0: okay and you're in algonquin park a lot too Uh,
1: Yeah, in my in my career and in my leisure time, I I spend a lot of time in Algonquin Park. Um, I would say I've I've dabbled in guiding and kind of just as an outdoorsman and photography is kind of what's taken off a little bit more for me.
0: And what sorts of things do you prefer shooting? Do you have a favorite animal?
1: Uh, You're always on the lookout for for what's of interest. I mean, I love the nature aspect of it. Everything from you know, a snake in the backyard to a bull moose in Algonquin Park. Uh-huh. I think sharing the moment and there's a lot of people who don't get to ever see these things and people don't realize the vast size of of moose or mm. uh, the nimbleness of a black bear, how they move through the bush in uh-huh. silence. And it's just things like that. So uh, your classic Canadiana, uh, Ontario animals is kind of my, my focal point and very seldomly birds. They're ah. too too fast,
0: but you do have some good bird shots. I have, I have seen some very nice photos of yours featuring our feathered friends,
1: uh, mostly loons and ah. ducks, as they don't okay. fly too fast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you also, on your drive to work, because you work at Algonquin Outfitters in Oxtongue Lake, but live down near Halliburton, so you you drive. And sometimes get things just along your way to work.
1: Yeah, I'm not um, your standard, okay, we're going on a photography trip. We're going you know, to Algonquin Park for a week. I'm very opp- opportunistic in mm-hmm. my, I see things crossing the road. I, I have a little bit of a mental note and checklist of game trails of areas um, and just known talking to locals at the grocery store. Hey, what did you uh, see? And yeah. it really, it really yeah. puts you in line. That way I'm not... Um, not to say I'm not doing my research, but I'm not wasting time. And um, that opportunistic nature provides a wide variety of work. And that's why I can't or don't be like, I'm a black bear photographer, <laughs> or I'm a yeah. moose photographer yeah. to to sell myself short on opportunity.
0: Sure. And and so you're not staking out the local, local dump for bears.
1: <laughs> no. C- and sit and wait. It's just, yeah. it's too much time to to waste with, you know, busy days and sometimes lack of sunlight and, uh-huh. you know, the other things you could possibly doing.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and so that brings me to something that you identify as a as, as more ethical photographer. What do, you, what do you mean by ethical photography?
1: The uh, prevalence of wildlife photographers is so Deep and it's one of those things you know that you see something everywhere and it suddenly is huge. Mm. Being in the in the niche, there's a dime a dozen to get photos, and some people with social media um, making things cost of cameras mm-hmm. dropping. You have the ability; it's more available the mm-hmm. access to it. The barriers have been moderately removed than thirty years ago. So some people have you know the Pokemon. I want to collect them all. I need to have everything (laughs) and they take whatever opportunity they can get. Mm. I, you know, I want to be more connected with wildlife. I want to see wild animals opposed to, you know, habituated animals. The, the deer that comes up to your window of your car in the parking lot. Um, Not to say that I don't see things in town in an urban setting, but Mm -hmm. uh, it's not my, my primary. I'm not feeding anything or baiting anything or just, I'm trying not to capitalize on other people's interactions with wildlife to make them more comfortable.
0: Okay. You, you're not feeding chipmunks at your porch that are going to be subjects. No, no, I don't have a,
1: <laughs> I don't have a big crazin' budget. So, so I, uh, I let them be.
0: Okay. And in what you're doing, you are shooting with, is it a Nikon?
1: Uh, I shoot with a Nikon, um, several years old nothing latest and greatest um Mm -hmm. i'd say like everything there's so many branches of Mm -hmm. where you can go with things and i would describe my style or my intended style as more of a a documentary Mm. uh documentarian type shooting opposed to fine art uh my Some people have my work in their homes, Mm -hmm. but they have ties to that moose they saw or, you know, the deer are really, you know, tied to their grandmother. So they like a really nice deer picture. Uh, These aren't your black and white, uh, you know, stylistic items removed type thing for an art gallery show. I mean, time and a place for those. And there's some Mm -hmm. beautiful work. It's just not where I align with.
0: Okay. And you're getting into video and drone work as well.
1: Uh, Yeah, I've started to dabble. Mm -hmm. Um, Video work, a lot of it is because of the way social media is driven and to get more of an audience and to get more engagement on what you're doing. You need something a little bit more creative than a a really well-written caption and a, a fancy picture. There's a time and a place for those, and I think there's still... Um, a need for them Mm -hmm. and, you know, children's books and just online digital media. But at the same time, people want to see behavior and interaction Mm. and, and video is really the only way to capture that. And, you know, programs like Planet Earth and, and Green Earth and things like that, that have been produced every several years. And, you know, David Attenborough is making a career off yeah. off of standing behind a microphone just like this, <laughs> uh, narrating these. So that's kind of the, the thing for video. And it's a new challenge. There's a steep, steep learning curve with that.
0: Ah, uh, okay. So is most of the stuff that you're posting on Instagram, is that where people yes. can find you and follow you?
1: Yes. Primarily that's where I'm posting. Uh, I do do some, some side work. So I don't, you know, everything's not displayed. Some things are held back or some yeah. things are shot for certain campaigns or things like that. But, uh, yeah, my, my process is fairly try and get it, uh, an image that I'm going to be happy with. And then once you're there, uh, kind of like let's capture some video of something interesting happens. So there's a method to the madness and kind of like get what you need. And then take the time to play around.
0: Okay, okay. And you have a website that is sort of a work in progress, don't yeah, you? Yeah,
1: it's it's a work in progress. Um, it's just a greater way to reach me, I guess would be the term. Because you have you know you have friends, family, and that yeah. all mixed in in your social media, and it sure. might be like, hey, there's a barbecue next Tuesday, or hey, do you have any images that are for sale? So it, it yeah. kind of streamlines it, and um, you know, there's been great debate of for the, for the arts, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, our websites need it because you can display a portfolio with all of your contact information and you're taking, you know, maybe the best of the best, cutting it down and making it less personable on a website. Hmm. So it's Hmm. a, it's an interesting concept. And I erred on the side of caution and said, you know, I'll, I'll build this out little by little as I, as I do more work or gain more accolades or, or whatever it may be to have something in my back pocket for that traditionalist because not everyone has social media
0: yeah exactly yeah that yeah that's why I think there's still value in having a website even if it's bare bones yeah and and same with you know I
1: don't really do Facebook so it's just a you know where can they find you
0: okay we will pause on that moment and we will have a little break and then we'll come back and find Colin Bruce again I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental and you're listening to Muskoka magazine Hi, we're back in the studio with Colin Bruce on Everything Bagels with me, Jenny Cressman. We were just chatting about Colin's website. It's a little bit sketchy, but it's there. And it is, say it again, please.
1: In development. <laughs> in development. <laughs> com.
0: So Canoe carrier Photography. How did you choose that name?
1: Uh, I was coerced into getting social media <laughs> uh several years ago by a co-worker of mine and not knowing what direction I was going to go with this uh at the time I was managing the canoe rentals for Algonquin Outfitters so uh-huh. it seemed uh, a fitting moniker to go with <laughs> canoe carrier as that what is what I was doing at the time was carrying canoes yeah uh, and I, I
0: and a camera in one hand
1: well I I I'd built somewhat of a following or a presence mm-hmm. uh, with the wildlife photography, which I stuck to, and uh, it was evident on my day to day that I was somewhat identifiable to people as canoe carrier. So mm-hmm. I just kind of we stuck with it, and we just tacked on photography at the end and <laughs> ran with it.
0: Okay, or paddled with it if ran you will. With your canoe, yes. <laughs> they don't recommend that over portages generally. No. <laughs> So in your brief time of all of being in the photography business professionally, you've already done some pretty cool things and made some awesome connections.
1: Yeah, I've been I want to say I'm very fortunate just because um, I would I would lump myself in the, the dime a dozen, maybe a step above beginner, but a little bit lower than, you know, working full time and making a living off this. But I've been very fortunate and made uh, some connections and been published across uh, digitally and in print, which is mm-hmm. almost a rarity these days yeah. for some people with uh, a fair amount with C- Canadian Geographic. So Can Geo, mm-hmm. with their, uh, you know, bi-monthly magazine, mm-hmm. uh, some calendars I've done with them and you know, I'm to the point where I'm somewhat recognizable to them at this point and yeah. the people I work with, with the editors that I'm getting the odd, you know, marketing campaign. So your uh-huh. leaflet of, uh, you know, subscribe nine ninety nine 99 for the month might have a photo of mine on it. And uh, I think it does. And, and has in the past, <laughs> for sure. Uh,
0: and the 2023 calendar of mooses.
1: Yes. Um, <laughs> early, early in 2022, uh, someone reached out to me and said, we're going to try something this year. We've not done it before. We're going to have a moose only calendar. And I thought, thank you for reaching out to me. This is what I have. Uh, You know, I see them quite regularly and uh, I got two of the 12 months uh, in their calendar, which is a pretty good, uh, pretty good ratio for available months. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, beyond that. Uh, other organizations like Ducks Unlimited has a a members magazine that I've mm-hmm. I've had published images in, uh, but more recently, uh twenty twenty three specifically, I've gotten into the the digital landscape. I guess would be the terminology. Yep. And uh, with several different tourism boards uh, right here in Muskoka mm-hmm. with uh, the Great Canadian Wilderness, um, that's Explorers Edge. That's Explorers yes. Edge is rebranded. Yeah, and I've. I've done some work for them, and have some work I'm working on in the future that is uh, yet to be released. Okay, uh, with some interesting things that that they're trying to do for tourism in the region, mm-hmm. and uh, that's really where my my backing and strong suit is. I'm mixing two worlds to work, kind of with tourism operators mm-hmm. and providers and regions to to showcase what you can't sell, in which case is wildlife, which transpires into hiking or paddling or biking right. of what you can see. Uh, so I've done some blog posts for um, Ontario Highlands, which mm-hmm. is, you know, the Halliburton County overall the Ottawa Valley, wedged right in there between mm-hmm. Muskoka and Ottawa. And, uh, you know, I look forward to, and most likely will work continue to work with these people in the future. So yeah. it's been in the short years that, I mean, my first publication was... 2020 so mm-hmm. in the last three years I've kind of had a, a steady you know every couple months something's getting produced or, or put out into the world that yeah, uh, otherwise I, wouldn't.
0: Yeah that's great yeah I mean you're off to a great start I mean when you decide to make the leap and call yourself professional I think you'll be awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah it's uh, I mean I, I'll i be the first to say I'm fortunate a little bit of luck but uh, it really does drive and and help the motivation to see things get put out there beyond Mm -hmm. a social media or a Facebook or a, you know, a calendar for your mom, (laughs) stuff like that.
0: Well, and where, where was the moose calendar sold?
1: Uh, the moose calendar was sold across Canada directly from Canadian geographic from, uh, Different like the calendar kiosks at the malls around Christmas time, oh, wow. um, and, and online on Amazon, and various uh, mm-hmm. various outlets. So it was just uh, they were the publishing house was through Canadian okay. Geographic, and then distribution and whatnot.
0: So they just paid you per the piece, though so you don't get residuals. <laughs> no, yeah,
1: exactly. There's no no real residuals on that, but uh, yeah, it was a it was a good showing, and mm-hmm. you know it's it does wonders to have people stare at your photo for a month straight.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who is this guy? Captive market. It's a captive market
1: for uh, July and, and April. So. July and
0: April. Okay. All right. So we're into the call month.
1: Yeah. 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 I believe we're in a call month right now. Uh, and all of those photos were taken in Algonquin Park. So, so
0: can you describe the, the month moose?
1: Right now, I believe the month moose is a (laughs) say that five times (laughs) fast. Is a is a loving cow mother moose lying in tall grass with a calf, uh, staring directly at me, being like, "What is that?" Wow! So to to have those moments and those are the things you share. You know, a lot of people have seen moose on TV, Rocky Mm -hmm. Bullwinkle. Mm -hmm. You know, they have a, a basis in what it is, and many Canadians haven't experienced that. And to get, uh. Right out in there with them in the wilderness of seeing mothers and and offspring interacting, or you know, really big males with their huge antlers. It's yeah. just, it's it's great to be able to one capture it for yourself because there's mm-hmm. a, you know, I, I don't meditate, I don't do yoga. It's just nice to be out in the wilderness <laughs> and connect with these animals. But that's your spirituality. That's my spirituality, and the secondary nature of sharing it with others who may never experience it or motivate them to want to experience Mm. it uh is you know it's a rewarding aspect that there's no tangible no one's coming up to you being like I came to Algonquin Park because I saw your picture Mm. it's happened but it's not the regular (laughs) but I like to think that that's happening for not just myself for other people who are sharing you know our region as well
0: And, and do you have particular projects that you're working on for future reference
1: um, I do. I try to, you know, on a personal level, it's a, you want to tell a story and you want to, you want to paint a scene, if you will, not really paint, but you want to make a picture. So I have things where I'm trying to get say life cycles where I'm getting really mm-hmm. young, really young fawn deer that are still got their spots, very Bambi-esque. Yeah. And then, you know, interacting with their mother, but also getting, um, uh, Bucks with velvet on them. I was working on this last night. Bucks with nice, real velvet, oh, yeah. really big antlers Yeah, to the point of when you see them before they drop and get them through the rutting season. So constantly, and, and I think a lot of us in this niche are, are trying to tell stories and mm-hmm. trying to, whether you're you're going up to the Arctic, you're going to Alaska, or you're just staying right at home.
0: Mm. And
1: I'm, I'm very big at being the homebody and telling what's happening in this region. So I do have some irons in the fire of projects that are yet to be released, uh, with some organizations for, you know, future campaigns, if you will. Um, but on a, on a personal level, it's always building a portfolio and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, storyboarding being like, what do, what have I seen? If Uh I capture a really interesting image, I might spend the next six months trying to capture the next phases and then a year from now trying to capture the before phases.
0: Okay. And it's,
1: it's not unusual for say a moose to go. I've seen the same one year after year after year. Um, so to, to get a specific animal out in the middle of the forest, you know, where their zone is their region and to be able to capture kind of them aging, if you will uh-huh. uh, it's, 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 it's interesting. It's yeah. hard
0: yeah, for sure. Time-consuming, for sure. <laughs> Time-consuming, for sure.
1: But I mean, I I do take notes from people not in my niche. And mm-hmm. you see, um, you know, portrait photographers who, there was a recent one where this this woman had captured the l- dogs as puppies, and she did them every single year until the end. Uh-huh. And you think, like, what a great concept. Uh-huh. Can you take that to the wild? Or can I... Can I photograph everything on this pond or this lake yeah. year after year to see how the lakes changed, the landscapes changed and how these animals are still here and what they're doing?
0: Would you see that as becoming a coffee table book?
1: Um I th- I think there's always potential for that. There's mm-hmm. there's so much it could be used in so many areas and mm-hmm. in today's world with, you know, habitat degradation, climate change, you could be telling the story of what you know, Muskoka, what this was mm-hmm. in, in the in our lifetime for what it might be beyond. I mean, we chatted briefly of the building we're in. Yes. Is of a certain age that you don't see anymore. And it's historical and interesting.
0: Yes. Well, I see so much bright light in your future. I think you're going to go far with what you're doing. And I look forward to seeing more than just that beaver chewing a stick on your website.
1: Continually beaver chewing a stick. It's my pride (laughs) and joy. You can't train them. No, you
0: can't. yeah. Uh, Yeah. And then they don't work for peanuts. They just work for sticks. Exactly. So, okay. So just, we have only a few seconds left. Is there anything that you wanted to say as a final comment?
1: Uh, explore get out there enjoy the wilderness and try and and make a connection with our natural surroundings
0: okay very good thank you very much colin bruce for coming in today and being on everything bagels with jenny cressman bye for now thanks jenny thanks for tuning in to everything bagels a show about anything and everything airing every other sunday on 887 the bay if you miss the show, don't worry. You can find podcasts of all my interviews on two websites, huntersbayradio.com and muskokaunlimited.com. I post links to the shows on Facebook, as well as photos of my guests. Look for the author Jenny Cressman page and follow me around. I'll try to keep you entertained. Everything Bagels with me, Jenny Cressman, will be back again in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Enjoy life. Enjoy bagels. Enjoy everything you can. Hasta luego.